Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Caught at the 20. Racing near sideline 10. Turn of the 5. Touchdown Raiders. The crowd applauds because Las Vegas just win, baby. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Real excited about this coming up Friday. Not because it's Friday. It's, it's so funny. When I was young, I was used to say, oh, man, it's, it's almost Friday. We're almost here. And then I had an OG one time tell me, Ari, why are you so excited about Friday? I said, well, because it's Friday. And it's the end of the week. You know, you go into the weekend. He's like, man, you you, you, uh, you too excited about the weekend. You got to enjoy the, the journey to get there, right? He's like, man, you, you, you like miss all the time in between. If you're steady every single day, you're worried about the, the weekend. or you worried about Friday? Or what are you going to do Friday night or whatever the case may be? And so it kind of made me have a better appreciation for the process getting to the weekend, Monday through Friday, and really appreciate our time. But I ain't going to lie to you. I'm very excited about Friday. I'm very excited about this Friday. Unnecessary Roughness, this show, 2 to 5 p.m., will come to you live from the Azilo Ultra Pool. That is in the Sahara, Las Vegas. It's the pool area. I've been there now twice. We celebrated my man Vegas Jess's birthday there, which was fantastic. Now we're going to do a show there, right? We're going to do a show there live. Going to be on stage. Going to be able to kick your weekend off the right way in a pool setting. So if you're at work or you're supposed to be scheduled to work on Friday, <coughs> call in sick, right? You can't work. You can't do it. You got to take a day, or maybe you take an early day. Maybe take a half day. Take some kind of day. Whatever you got to do, take that time because Friday it is going to go down. I have not been so excited. I mean, I'm always excited to be out and about around town and, and do shows. It's just fun because you get to meet and greet with people, and that's kind of that's the beauty of the job. I, I really enjoy that part. But the setting that we're going to have from the Azilo Ultra Pool on Friday – Inside the Sahara, Las Vegas, all the big LED screens, all the food and all the drinks. It is 21 and up, so just know that. It is 21 and up, but it is going to be a lot of fun. When we were there celebrating my man Vegas Jess's birthday, uh, they had the you know they had the DJ playing music. I mean, it was the ultimate party scene, right? I mean, it was just, it was perfect. So. Cannot wait. We're going to do this a few times throughout the course of the, of the summer. So I'm, I'm so pumped up for this first opportunity, Unnecessary Roughness, live on Friday from the Azilo Ultra Pool. That's going to be inside Sahara, Las Vegas. And Ari, I'm sorry, but you'll be was, in studio. I was just going to say you might have to find someone to replace me because uh, my, <laughs> oh, boss, you my boss just suggested that it's a great idea to take a half day Friday. So well, yeah, I'm that's just a good point. Blindly follow that advice, <laughs> <laughs> right? And see Listen, what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see exactly what happens. The only problem with that is if you all of a sudden you call in sick and say I can't, I can't come to work, but then you uh, you show up at the Zilla Ultra Pool, <laughs> even though I'm excited that you're there to show support, I'll be like, wait a minute, hold on, dog, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want your support, but I can't get that much support. I'm going to need you to uh, hightail it back to the, the studio. So, yeah, uh, put that on your calendar. Put that in your notes, whatever you got to do, 2 to 5 p.m., and it's Friday. So the thing about it is we ain't got to leave at 5, <laughs> right? We ain't got to leave at 5. That's the beautiful thing. The show is over at 5. We can leave when we want to. Matter of fact, my buddy uh, Jammin' Jay, he was a guy that I did radio with in Fresno at Q97, um, and, and then he actually – it's so funny. He actually taught me – 
how to drive a stick when I worked at FedEx. Like he's the one who 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 taught me to do the how to do the whole FedEx route there in Tulare, California. Anyway, he's the one who who got me into FedEx. Um, he's going to be in town, so he said he's going to come by and hang out with us. So I ain't seen that dude in years. So he's going to come kick it. And uh, what what better time to do it then, right? <laughs> on a Friday, on a Friday, heading into the weekend, and we're in the pool area at the Sahara. It don't get no better than that. So I encourage everyone to come on out on Friday. 2 to 5 p.m. Threw a couple questions out there to you. What do you think a realistic contract should look like for Josh Jacobs? More years and structure as opposed to actual money, but whatever you want to, whatever you think, let me know. Remember, Josh Jacobs is only 25 years old. Dalvin Cook just got released by the Minnesota Vikings. He's 28, so there's a difference there. The little wear and tear on Dalvin Cook, who's been in the league for seven years, as opposed to Josh Jacobs, who's been in the league for four years. So Dalvin Cook had a contract. If you're wondering that he got released from, it was what five years, 63 million, 28 million guarantee with 15 million at signing bonus. So I don't think that any five-year deals are going to be had by running backs anytime soon. I just don't see it. But like I said, I throw the question out there to you about realistic uh, expectations for a contract that could satisfy the Raiders and Josh Jacobs. Jordan in Utah County hit us up on the WBroke.com text line and said, personally, I wouldn't even ask someone to take a middle seat. If my wife and I want to sit next to each other, if they didn't mention it was a middle seat, I would have to switch back. I'm also six foot tall, so I try to avoid the middle whenever is possible. So that's, uh, that's Jordan in Utah County. Uh, also got a text from the 209. I've been out for a while, Q. Where's DeMon? DeMon's, uh, he's he's uh, producing for Cofield and Company right now. Uh, everyone's on vacation, so we've been doing a little switcheroo uh, around. So uh, now Ari, who just got back from vacation on a on a rough flight because uh, he got he got duped into getting the middle seat, he's rocking with us for a week, and DeMon will be back next week when I'm out on vacation. So uh, like I say, we just got some moving parts right now while everyone's trying to get their little vacation time in 702-365-9200 let's go out to the phone lines talk to our guy in la gangsta raider what's on your mind my man hey what's up q um i want to say what's up to whole raider nation there in in particular and also i want to say that i think because i was a running back you know what i'm saying in high school i was a running back in high school and college and i see what's going on with the running back position Mm -hmm. and so i want to know if it's possible like in the next cba that there be a uh, a Jim Brown a Jim Brown clause put in for running backs where you could pay a running back unlimited what he wanted and it won't count against your salary cap because otherwise I see the um the running back position he become an obsolete because I know players aren't because we touch the ball second most than a quarterback yep. and we take the most abuse on the team yep. you know what I'm saying so yep. for them to be trying to lowball us lowball 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 us like that it's almost criminal. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm gonna, I see in the future you're going to have a problem even getting people to play running back because it ain't going to be no money in it and you're getting beat up. So I think there needs to be something done in the collective bargaining agreement where running backs are, are exempt from be counting against your salary cap. And we can call it the Jim Brown clause. Because Jim Brown is the greatest running back to ever play in NFL history. You know what I'm saying? What you think about that? And another thing, um, whatever happened to Hot Heidi? in the morning tailgate and why is um the new girl on there from a Minnesota Viking on a Raider Nation radio station? Can you explain nobody be able to explain that to me and whatever happened to Heidi? All right, th- thank thank you for the call. I do appreciate you. And you know I don't discuss I don't discuss uh, uh inside inside the building, inside the walls of the radio station business on the radio or social media. That's disrespectful to everybody and you know it's it it is what it is and you don't have to be a Raider fan to to work on the radio station, there's very 
very few people in in general that get an opportunity to actually work on a radio station that they're a fan of the team. It's basically me and JT. Like we're the we're the two guys that have opportunities to be on the radio and be a fan of that team. So there's that. But that's really <clears throat> all I'll, I'll go into as far as that's concerned. Uh, the CBA. Uh, that's that's actually a good conversation. The CBA that you're talking about, there's there's legs to that, but the problem is they just signed a new CBA. So the next one's not going to come up for like 10 years. But I absolutely believe that you are correct when you say that there should be a clause in there. Uh, like the NBA has the bird, you know, the bird rights uh, clause, and, and there's other, you know, other clauses that are put into different contracts in, in other sports. I think there's absolutely something to that when it comes to the running backs because you're right. They do touch the ball the second most outside of the quarterback. They do get beat up the most, and it's just it's an unfortunate situation. It's, it's a terrible situation, and like I said, teams could just let a guy run, 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 and then, all right, we'll let you go now after he's already kind of, you know, worn down, and it's just it's, it's unfortunate. So I don't know what kind of – like what they would do. That's what Adam was talking about in his piece. That's why we had him on in the first hour because he thinks something should be done as well. But it's just so hard to determine how you could actually do something where it would be fair to the player and fair to the team. It's just it's it's one of those positions where it will never be obsolete because you have to have them. But these guys are going to want to do and be like kind of like Le'Veon Bell was when he when he sat out that time where he said, well, I, I catch the ball and I run. So I'm more of, you know, more both. And he'd rather get paid like a wide receiver than get paid like a running back. It's just it, it's it, it kind of sucks, man, to be honest with you, to keep it as, as blunt as possible. It really sucks that they're in that position that they're in. But that's just kind of what it is. So thank you so much for that call. I do appreciate you. Uh, 702-365-9200. Also, the don'tbebroke.com text sign is 69187, keyword R&R. Uh, Dave B. in the 757 said, Q, give Jacobs a three-year, $45 million deal with $20 million guaranteed based on minimum 14 games started in 2023. Maybe off my rocker on, on that, but it sounds right to me. Three years, $45 million. $20 million guaranteed. I mean, it's, it's, it's up from the other text that we have from 805 Raider. It might not sound like a ton of money, but that real that might be what it is realistically. Like that might really be where they're at. Like, okay, hey, look, this is this is what it's going to be, and I don't know if it's if they're there yet, right? <laughs> so that that might be that might end up being what it is, something similar to that. And twenty million guaranteed doesn't sound like a lot, especially when ten million guaranteed is coming this year with the franchise tag. But man, it's it's just it's it's a tough it's a tough call, and I understand why they're you know why teams do it. It's not exclusive to the Raiders. It's just a general position that the uh, league is when it comes to running backs. But this, like I said, it's just what it is. But that's a good, that's a good one, Dave B. I uh, appreciate that. I think that that's a, that's a re- reasonable number. Who knows what, uh, what, what they're going to think. Uh, one more quick text, and then uh, we'll get to Champ Kelly. Mailman Raiders say, Q, I'm terrified of flying. That's all I think about. Laughing my ass off. Oh, he's talking about earlier. He was talking about evacuation on the text. Yeah, we don't want to talk about evacuation on a, on a flight. Uh, and then he said, as far as the money goes, I'd go $10 million a year to whenever his age 28 season is and add three to three or four extra million in incentives on 1,000 yards, all pros, Pro Bowls, and games played per year. So he's 25 right now. So three more years. That's kind of what we were talking about. Three-year deal. You know, and, and, and I said add three years to the one year d- that he has right now with the franchise tag. So that's four years. Uh, maybe three years guaranteed. Give him, you know, f- total four-year deal with three million or three uh, years guaranteed, depending on how much that is per year. Right, I mean, so it kind of goes back to that text that we just had from Dave B about forty-five million and twenty million guaranteed. Uh, it'd be a little bit more than that, obviously, but uh, it's 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 tough. <laughs> it really is. Like it, it's so hard to say. Like there's some positions where you could just say, "Oh yeah, there's no brain." 
Brainer, give that guy the money. Give him the whole bag because he deserves it. Uh, and Josh Jacobs has earned it. That's the problem. He's earned every bit of it. They just don't they don't want to reward running backs like they used to run, reward running backs. The days of the, the bell cow, you know, like Gangster Raiders said, the Jim Brown. Jim Brown's not coming through those doors anymore. Barry Sanders ain't coming through those doors anymore. Emmitt Smith's not coming through those doors. You know, the one, the one bell cow back, it's really a two-back league. And, and the Raiders were going to do that last year, and Josh Jacobs just didn't get off the field. But if you look at the body of work, and then we'll take a break and we'll reset and we'll come back with Champ Kelly. But if you look at his body of work that he's had his whole career, outside of 2021, he's been a 1,000-yard back every year. You know, so it's, it's funny, and I think I've even fell victim to this. I said, well, you know, he had a career year last year, which he did. 1,653 yards is, is a, a phenomenal season. But remember, he had 17 games, which it's only, that's only been going on a couple seasons now. And then – uh, you know, and then he again had the career high in, in carries in 340. But I mean, 1150 yards his rookie year in 13 games. That's that's pretty stinking impressive. 2020 just over a thousand yards in 15 games. 2021, like I said, that's the only year he was under a thousand, 872. And then 2022, 1653 yards. I mean, man, that's that's a lot of production in his career. It's not like he's just a one year guy, but also with everything that he is in the locker room, uh, everything he is as a blocker, uh, pass catcher. He's really good at pass catching, even though a lot of people say that that's where he needs to keep keep growing. I think he does a great job when it comes to catching the ball and, and run after the catch. And hell, he did that back at Alabama. That was one of the reasons I was excited about the Raiders getting him, and I was hoping that the Raiders were going to get him because I knew he could do both: receive the ball and run the rock. And he didn't have a lot of wear and tear. That's the other thing about Josh Jacobs. He didn't get a ton of wear and tear at Alabama like most running backs because it was running back by committee there. He was just part of a like a three-headed monster basically, right? So he didn't get all the wear and tear like a, a Derrick Henry got or a Mark Ingram got or name one other running back that came out of Alabama, you know, that, that, that got all those monster carries. So that was the other good thing about him that he came into the league with not all that wear and tear already on his body. But you can chime in at 702-365-9200 and the don'tbebroke.com text line 69187, keyword R&R. Coming up next, Champ Kelly. He uh, hosted the Champ Camp. I'll tell you what the Champ Camp was. Plus, you'll hear from him next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. A text for the 209. Q, I'll give Jacobs three years, $22 million guaranteed with the third year being a team option. Three years, $36 million, 22 guaranteed, third-year team option. That's from the 209. So basically a little bit more than the franchise tag. And, I, you know, the more I think about it, and I, I keep going back to the text from Dave B in the 757 where he said $20 million guaranteed. That's basically the franchise tag twice in a row, right? But you also are getting a third year. And, I mean, you talk about making guys earn it. You're still making them work. So he's not satisfied with the fat contract and, and you get like fat and happy. Not that I'm saying that he would do that, but that's always the big fear or else just wear and tear. I mean, that's that to me sounds very realistic. You know, you're, you're giving them a couple years. You're giving them fully guaranteed money. That's basically a couple franchise tags. I, I'm, I'm liking that more and more and more. So those suggestions on the don'tbebroke.com text line are really good at 69187, keyword R&R, as we're talking about realistic options for a Josh Jacobs contract. Let's go out to the phone line. Let's talk to our good friend Raider66. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, Q, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Great. Yeah, just really quick. Yeah, this thing is just killing me because they're, they're, they've got to find a way to get this done. Because mm-hmm. if you look at it, you know, 10.1 basically is the uh, is the franchise option. And to get into the top five running back numbers, they're at $12.2 million. So you're talking around $2 million, which I think they probably spend more than that in athletic tape in the course of a year. <laughs> so and, and if Christian McCaffrey is the uh, the standard – uh, you know, he's been injured a lot, too. And I was doing some looking up. He's played in 75 games. Josh has played in 60. 
Mm-hmm. Josh has, has rushed for more yards and a couple more touchdowns. The receptions obviously are off the chart because uh, he had a couple of 100 reception uh, seasons in McCaffrey. But basically, Josh is doing a, a better job. And the thing that, that you have to remember is Josh Jacobs is a homegrown guy. They drafted yep. him. Yep. He is a great person in the uh, locker room. He wants to be a Raider. I mean, you've got to reward that because I think that'll pay dividends down the line. I mean, when other free agents look at it, they go, look, the Raiders take care of their people. Yep. And that's the thing. And back in the day, just really quickly, uh, I know it's been a couple of decades, but remember the Herschel Walker trade? Yep. That's when running backs, they, the Minnesota gave up uh, like a number one and two and in uh, 90, a one and two in 91, and a one, two and three in 93. That's quarterback stuff for a running back, Herschel Walker. But thanks for the time, Q. Uh, looking forward to listening to uh, your guest. Hey, thanks for the call, Raider sixty six. Great stuff, and yeah, it's so funny. I was, it's so funny. I was thinking about that trade over the weekend. I don't know what made me think about it, but literally, it came up in conversation over the weekend. And I thought about how much Minnesota gave up for Herschel Walker, and realized there's not a team in the league right now that would look at any running back and say, "Hey, that's the kind of value we're going to give you." Like that's insane. The Cowboys are built off of the shoulders and the legs of Herschel Walker, basically, and no team in the league. I mean, now. Now we're up here talking about what's a reasonable contract and $10 million on the franchise tag is, okay, hey, that's, that's a lot of money. It's like, man, it's, it's wild to think about where it was and where it is. Raider 66, really good call. Definitely appreciate you. Of course, you can keep those calls and texts coming. Uh, we have Mo DeKeel, host of One Mo Thing, talking NBA Finals coming up at 4 o'clock. I do want you to hear from assistant GM Champ Kelly. The Raiders, or he had an event on Saturday at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center called the Champ Camp. The Champ Camp basically invited 250 youth between the ages of 10 and 18, but really it was, it was mostly people from uh, Las Vegas high schools uh, around the area. And so they were all there, uh, and, and they were able to go through different drills and, and challenges and just get that kind of great instruction. So uh, he's been doing this for quite a while. The CHAMP camp is described as this. It's broken down. It's like an acronym. The uh, CHAMP strives to instill the values of commitment, humility, attitude, motivation, and poise through sports-specific skill instruction, delivery messages on life skills, and the importance of making good decisions. And it's free for participants. Uh, it was really cool to see all the kids that were out there participating. And so after the event was over, I uh, had an opportunity to catch up with Champ Kelly and talk to him about it and tell you this is something that's very important to him, and you could tell by listening to him. And whenever you hear Champ Kelly talk, it's always a good listen. So here's that conversation we had on Saturday. We're here at Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center with Assistant GM Champ Kelly at Champ Camp. What, what does this mean to you? This is a big deal. All these high schoolers out here being have an opportunity to be out here on the field. Well, this is extremely important, you know, to me. We started this camp in 2010, you know, to give back to, you know, kids and and and, and, and families who are in support of who are in need of encouragement and support. And so to be able to come here to the place that kind of has, you know has hugged and embraced my family right. and to give back to the kids of this community is significantly like important to me. Um, this camp is champ camp, but it's not champs camp. Right. It's, it's not about champ Kelly. Mm-hmm. It's about commitment. It's about humility, attitude, motivation, and poise. And so if we can instill these values to these campers, these, these next couple of days, it's extremely big um, and important for all of us. You mentioned you started this back in 2010. Why was it so important for you to get involved and do this, you and your family? Yeah. When I was growing up, um, I didn't have the opportunity or the means to be able to go to a camp like this. Um, you know, 
So my wife and I, we started Heart Power in 2010 to be able to give back to the kid who has a passion for the game, has a passion to do right, but doesn't have the means. And so to have these coaches and, and players and staff here to serve as models. Right, right. Right. So these campers can know, hey, hey, listen, I can grow up to be, you know, the, the next Michael Mayer. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's significant yeah. and that and that's big. And to see our coaches who, yeah, they get paid to do this with mm-hmm. the professional players, but they have the same level of passion right. and even more intention in doing it with, you know, these these students from around this community. And it's so important to be able to let these kids see see it in front of them, right? And to almost oh, taste it and feel it. They, they, the coaches were telling us when they got here, you know, the kids started looking around and just were in awe. Jaws were dropped because of this facility. You know, I've learned over the years that modeling is the best form of teaching. Right. You know, I can tell you to do as I say, but if if, if I'm not doing it, it's hard for you to believe that you can do it. Right. And so uh, we're, we're intentional about, you know, making sure we got high character people that are surrounding these kids so they can, you know, have the side conversation about, I mean, how'd you handle this adversity in your life? Mm-hmm. And they can talk through it right now. We have speakers like Dwayne Joseph and Brandon Jurgen come and talk to these kids about, you know, choosing correct friends and the relationships that you make. Right. You know, being like how character is important about, um, you know, how character is important to us as an NFL program and acquiring that, um, players. And so, you know, there's a lot of talent across the country. Right. But what separates you is your integrity, your character, your dependability. And so we're stressing these types of, you know, things today to try to help these players be the best that they can be. What has been the reaction that you've seen personally just from some of the players that have come, come in here and just running around right now having a good time? Well, I think it's excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the attitude. We all know that your attitude dictates your aptitude. And you can see the smiles, you can see the energy from these kids, but you can see the smiles and the energies from these coaches. And that's what's contagious. Like it's not about us in this moment, Mm -hmm. it's about them and I think that's the most important thing. You know what I really appreciate is the fact that it's a Saturday morning and they're occupied, they're here doing something. They're not at home trying to figure out, well, what am I gonna do with my afternoon? It gets them focused, keeps them in the right spot. Yeah, no, that's important. You know, I told these kids earlier that the game of football um, that you will never do more for the game of football than the game of football would do for you. Right, right. Right. And so if you're going to invest your time, if you're going to work hard, you're going to build lifelong relationships with this game. Yeah. That's what carry you through the entirety of your of your life. You know, like somebody's going to somebody's going to find a best friend today. Somebody's going to find a teammate. Somebody's going to encourage somebody. Somebody's going to hold somebody accountable. And that's how leadership is developed. And that's how this world is ran. Right. And the football, it can create lifetime relationships forever. Like foot, football saved my life. Yeah, that's why we're on this football field right now. And so, anytime I get a chance to to give back, mm-hmm. um, that's not what I do. That's who I am. Right, right. Um, it's and, a big difference, and, and it's, it's it's a big difference. Like this is this is not something that I want to do to kind of get my name in the paper. No, like right. like this is what I have to do. This is this is my purpose, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it's more important than any title that I that I that, and any other title that I have. Well, I'll tell you, I appreciate you doing what you do in the community. I appreciate what's going on, and, and these kids obviously appreciate it as well. And I really appreciate you guys y'all take care champ kelly right there on saturday from champs camp again champs camp is uh about commitment humility attitude motivation and poise and i'll tell you anytime i get a chance to talk with champ and 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 listen to champ speak it's just you understand that he gets it there's certain guys that just get it champ kelly is one of those who just gets it it's funny we've been talking a lot about josh jacobs today on the show josh jacobs is one of those guys who just gets it because he's one of those dudes that you know didn't have the silver spoon in his mouth he came up rough right i mean we've all heard the stories documented about josh jacobs and and the way that his father raised them and the fact that you know they were homeless for a while and sleeping in the car i mean we've all heard the stories we talked to him he's talked about the story 
Uh, you know, but it's just like certain guys get it. And uh, when, when Josh Jacobs puts on his camp, there's over like 300 kids that are there, and he's there interacting with each and every one of them. And, you know, to see this camp on Saturday, 250 youth out there from uh, Clark High School, Bonanza, Durango, Valley High. I mean, just there's a lot of, of interaction going on. It was really, really good to be out there and see what was going on and, and just to be able to see the reaction from these kids and even talk to some of the coaches. I talked to Coach Reeder from Clark High School and I talked to uh, Coach Cuts from Durango High School. You'll actually hear those conversations a little bit later on the show. And they're just thrilled to be there as well and really appreciate the help that the Raiders are giving with their team, with those players, with their, you know, just with their mindset and just letting them know that, hey, you make the right decisions, you could end up here. You know, you can end up doing this. And, and it's not it's not a it's not a pipe dream. It's something that, you know, if you work real hard, you can find a way to achieve it. And, you know, then there's others in the community that are there to help you out. So I thought that that was really big. Uh, it was great that they put that on. And I was glad to just be able to go over there and uh, spend a few minutes over at Champ Camp at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Raiders HQ, that was on Saturday. Von Miller had his passing pass rush summit going on on Saturday as well. So as soon as I left that, I drove around the corner and went to Von Miller's camp, and Max Crosby was there. There was other Raiders that were in attendance, but a ton of uh, NFL guys. And, you know, this that pass rush summit has been going on seven years now, really strong. Actually got a few minutes to catch up with Von Miller, so if we get some time in today's show. Maybe we'll be able to uh, get that on. If not, we'll do it tomorrow, but uh, it is it is all good. It was it was something that I thought was pretty cool to be able to see that as well. So at the top of the show, I mentioned it was a really busy weekend uh, around Las Vegas. It was. Even though it's middle June, it's still a lot going on when it comes to the silver and black and around the NFL as well. 329 is the time. We'll take a quick break, get to your calls, get to your texts. Coming up next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. We just heard from assistant GM Champ Kelly from Champ's Camp on Saturday. We'll hear from one of the head coaches, Coach Reader from Clark High School. We'll hear from him in about 10 minutes, give a lie or two here on uh, Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Ari, behind the wheels of steel, your boy Q, rocking with you till 5 o'clock. Make sure you uh, hang out with us on Friday. At the Azilo Pool, the Ultra Pool, inside Sahara, Las Vegas, for unnecessary roughness, 2 to 5. I'll let you know a lot more about that. But we've been talking uh, in pretty good length and detail about Josh Jacobs and his current situation, looking for a long-term deal. He's currently holding the franchise tag that's just over $10 million. He wants the long-term deal. Obviously, I believe the Raiders want to do right by him. Everything I've heard, they love who Josh Jacobs is as a man and as a player, what he brings to the table. But, of course, he's a running back, and so the value of running backs is just not what it used to be in the NFL. So I threw out the question, what is a realistic contract should look like for Josh Jacobs? More kind of the years and the structure of it. And there's been some really good suggestions as far as money and guaranteed money goes. And I like that as well. So 69187 keyword R&R. Remember, Josh Jacobs is only 25 years old. Not too much wear and tear. Uh, just 1,072 career carries. Not too bad. When you think about it, that Dalvin Cook, who just got released from the Minnesota Vikings, had 1,075 carries over the last four years, and he's been in the league a couple more years than Josh Jacobs. Uh, Rob in Oakland hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text sign, 69187, keyword r and always like to hear from Rob. He said, to be clear, I like J.J., the analytics folks and GMs crunch the numbers, and a good running back in the current pass-happy NFL doesn't directly lead to wins or titles like a star quarterback with receiving threats. Old school front offices would sign J.J. to a three-year contact contract with guaranteed money. I don't think that that's Dave Ziegler's approach. Harsh question. What team out there is Josh Jacobs away from winning the Super Bowl? 
That question is one we should ask for our team. J.J. hasn't stopped us from getting Molly Watt by KC over the last four years, but he's going to bring us a Super Bowl. It's a good – it's for a good reason top running backs in the league aren't getting big money and guarantees because in this NFL, they, they're contributors, not keystones. That's Robin Oakland. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying about the old school running backs, the Bell Cows, the Emmett Smiths, the Eric Dickersons, the Marcus Allens, you know, those guys, the Barry Sanders, uh, those guys – they're not, they're not the ones that are paving the way anymore, right? They're, they're just not. And, and like Rob said, it is a pass-happy league. You still need a strong run game. And I think that Josh Jacobs is very valuable, especially to the Raiders, after you saw the kind of uh, season he had last year and the way that he established their identity of who they really were. There was weeks on top of weeks where nobody even knew what kind of team the Raiders were, right? Even, even us, we come on the radio and say, I don't really know what the, the identity of the Raiders are. And then Josh Jacobs really started establishing himself, and you realize, okay, they're, they're, they're going to go as Josh Jacobs goes. Now, a lot of that goes into it, right? Devontae Adams having 1,500 yards receiving also helped Josh Jacobs have 1,600-plus yards rushing, right? I mean, the box isn't loaded up like it was when you have a Devontae Adams out on the field. So I don't remember who it was who was on this show, but the minute that Devontae Adams was traded to the Raiders, I remember someone saying, well, the happiest guy should be Josh Jacobs because now it's going to be a lot easier for him to run when you have a guy like 17 out there, and that's the truth. Uh, let's not get that twisted. Like, it all works together. You know, I mean, it's, it's not just a one individual type situation. So going back to Rob's text, you know, it feels like just looking at the landscape of the NFL, teams just aren't going to overload and overpay a running back anymore. But you don't want it to be, you know, if you're the Raiders, you, don't, you also don't want to disrespect the running back, right? You don't want to disrespect the player because you know what he means to the, the team. Again, not just as a player, but a leader. I mean, he's definitely got that leadership. So it's it's you know it's like you're down if you do, you're down if you don't. You got to figure out exactly um, you know what's what's the fine line where it's not disrespectful, but at the same time you're not breaking the bank. Uh, I got a text from the two hundred nine. I thought about it, and the previous texter was right about three years with twenty guaranteed. I'd throw in some incentives in there as well to keep Josh motivated. Raise the final payout to about an extra five to eight million dollars if he performs. That's uh, from the two hundred nine. Uh, how about this one from Vegas Pete? I think someone's giving J- Jacobs bad advice. He's getting an eight million dollar raise, top five salary for his position, and he's refusing it. Let's say they can't come to terms, and another team agrees to terms with them. Is it two first-round picks as compensation for a tag player? That's from Vegas Pete, and thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're giving him bad advice. He's pretty savvy when it comes to when it comes to uh, you know contracts, and he, he's a smart dude. I mean, that's one thing I've learned from Josh Jacobs is he's a really smart dude, and he knows his worth and his value. And you know, again. It's, it's, it's that situation where, yeah, he's getting a nice little bump in pay, but for the franchise tag, it's only one year. It's literally only a one-year deal. $10 million, yeah, fully guaranteed, that's great. But then what? Then next year you're going to do it again? You know, I mean, everyone wants to get as much guaranteed money as they, want, as they can because they're trying to get protection. They're trying to get that insurance just in case something happens, just in case they go down, just in case they can't, you know, perform – anymore or at the same level then all of a sudden you know teams you know how it is you know the nfl stands for not for long they'll they'll uh they'll, they'll chew you up and spit you out quick fast and in a hurry you know i mean i i didn't think when i was pounding the table for the cowboys to go draft zeke elliott number four overall i didn't think at age 28 they'd be saying all right bye zeke <laughs> right i just didn't i didn't think that after after what he did at ohio state helping leading them to that championship i thought man that's the game changer you got to go get that guy and he was he was a game changer for a while for him but what happened all of a sudden, Tony Pollard, <laughs> he gets the franchise tag from Dallas. Oh, yeah, you know what? We're going to go in this direction. Zeke's kind of lost a step or two. And what they do? They just ran him, ran him, ran him, ran him, 
ran him into the ground, and now all of a sudden he's out there on the open market looking for a job. Dalvin Cook, same thing. Right. I mean, so it's, it's just one of those situations. It's a fine line and it's so tough to determine what's fair and what's not. And, and I, I say fair. That's probably not even the right word in terminology, because is anything fair? Probably not. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, you look at the, the 10 million dollars, you look at the how much of a raise it is for one year and you think, OK, that's great. But there's got to be a couple of years. If you're if you're going to get a multiple uh, a multi-year deal, which is what Josh Jacobs wants, that long term deal, it's got to be I would say it's got to be about three year extension. You know, maybe maybe that twenty million dollars guaranteed uh, is what we've been talking about, and some kind of signing bonus. You know, whatever, whatever the case may be, that might be the 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 reality of where it is. I'm just not sure exactly where they're at at this point. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Would love to hear from you. Let's go out to Cali, Lois Cali Raider. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Q? Chilling, man. Hey, chilling. Um, man, speaking of running backs, I just got myself one of those Bo Jackson, the nice SC trainers at clean, bro. <laughs> But I, I had I had a question I've been meaning to ask you since um, you did that Memorial Day um, show. Oh yeah, about the U.S. the USO military combine. How how does that work? Do they combine? Do they have like can they draft players from that or just add them with the NFL, regular NFL draft? Um, next, I'm not too sure. Was, was was that you on that Panda commercial? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just had that question I've been meaning to ask you since. Insane. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure about the. I'm not too sure about the USO uh, combine. I know that they're gonna probably have it again. I know Jay Schrader was part of it before for the Raiders. I'm not too sure uh, how they're how they actually go about doing that. But I don't believe that that's for players that are going into the league. I think it's just the military guys going through combine combat type uh, or not combat. Excuse me, combine type uh, drills. All right, thank you, uh, Raiders. There you go. Thank you, Lois Cali Raider. Definitely appreciate the call, my man. It's always good to hear from you. Uh, let's go to one more text, and then we'll take a quick break. Jim from Yonkers says, Jacobs is not signing the franchise tag. Three years, 28 and a half with a fourth-year option. It is not right what is going on with running backs. The running back position has become dehumanized. Great question by Gangster Raider. Uh, thank you for a great show. I support Josh Jacobs. Some people on the radio support management all the time. They're not always right. Does Denver wrap it up tonight? Uh, there you go. Thank you so much, Jim. I do appreciate you a lot in that in that text right there, and that's what I get for uh, not proofreading. <laughs> that's what I get for not proofreading it. But uh, Denver could wrap – yeah, I think Denver probably wraps it up tonight uh, as far as game five goes in the NBA finals. Uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, definitely support Josh Jacobs at all times. But I also understand why the team is not just deep diving into, oh, just throwing money at him because, again, the running backs are always – you know, they're, they're, they're just devalued. Like you said, I mean, you said dehumanized. I mean, that's a hell of a word right there. I would say devalued. I wouldn't say dehumanized because that's, I mean, that's taking us to a whole nother level. I mean, they're still getting paid. I mean, let's, 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 uh, you know, not, not take it too far. I mean, dehumanized would be like they're, like they're working for free or something. I mean, they're not, I mean, $10 million is still a hell of a, of a, of a bump in pay, but it's only a one year thing. And like I said, you're, you're not wrong when it comes to value. They definitely should be getting paid more and should get more guaranteed money and should get uh, some, some long-term insurance. But you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a game, man. It's a game. And that's why in the salary cap era, you've got to be real tricky with how you, how, how you roll. So you can make sure that you have every position that you need covered. You want to have as many studs at those positions as possible. And unfortunately, you see teams like Kansas City go and win the Super Bowl with a seventh-round pick running back. It just lends to everyone saying, see, you can do that with anybody. Like a lot of people, there's people out there that believe that Zamir White can, can run and, and look just as good as Josh Jacobs looks. And, and we don't know that. 
We have no idea because all we saw was preseason and a handful of carries in the regular season. So we don't know what he would look like you know, in a, in a bigger role. Sooner rather than later, you're going to find out. I think you'll see more carries for Zamir White this year. Uh, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that they're at that at that point yet. Where all of a sudden he's getting the boatload of the carries, or it's a it's a Zamir White show. I don't think that's uh, that's the case. But thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Three forty four is the time. We'll take a quick break. Come back here from Clark High School head coach Coach Reader. This is Red Nation Radio nine twenty. It's unnecessary roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. My man Vice Raider hit me up on Twitter, said, I'm hoping my boss catches an early flight out of town so I can join Raider Nation Radio in, at Sahara Las Vegas on Friday. If not, I, I might just have to bring him with me. So uh, there you go. Vice Raider is ready to go hang out with us at the Azilo Ultra Pool on Friday inside Sahara Las Vegas. A great place. He was actually there for Vegas Jeff's birthday party, so he knows how it goes down. You got to call out Vegas Jess. As a matter of fact, he's got to go there. You know, have I, I told you the story about Vegas Jess, right, Ari? Uh, well, quick, my story is that I accidentally identified him as a woman. I, I didn't know. And so like the very first time I was doing the show for you, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Of her. How did that come up again? How did you identify him as a woman? Well, not identify. That's not the right word. I, I saw Jess. I thought it was like a Jessica or a Je- whatever. And so oh, okay. I just, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, we have female fans too. And so I was just like referring to him as a woman and then. <laughs> No, he was a great sport about it. He was like, oh, no, I'm a guy. But Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> is. His whole life. It's amazing, right? <laughs> I, oh, trust me. I can relate. My name is Ari, so I get it. <laughs> What's that? Who thinks that Who thinks that that's a female name? Well, I grew up in my full name's Ariel, not Ariel. And so oh, I grew, okay. up, yeah, I grew yeah. up around the time with the Little Mermaid. So okay. That was, uh, <laughs> that was low-hanging I, fruit. Oh, that would be a great joke. Man, yep. I wish I had been around you when you, no, man, that would have been great. Late. That would have been fantastic. Oh, you shouldn't have told that story on the radio. It's not funny anymore. It's no, it's out. hilarious. It's I guarantee. Out. I guarantee the next person that calls in is going to be like Ariel. What's happening? <laughs> I guarantee, man, it's going to be good stuff. You I can't. Not getting on the air. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do it after they get on the air. They're going to wait. They're going to wait, and they'll be like, "Q, what's up, Ariel? How's it going?" <laughs> and now they're going to because you said on. No, I didn't. They were thinking it. Believe me, I just said it out loud. They were thinking it. Anyway, I, I, I just promise. wanted to shout out Jess, and now you can tell the story as well. There you go. Well, now I got another another great story. That's uh-huh. fantastic. I like it. Coming up at 4 o'clock, Moda Kiel, he'll join us to talk all things NBA Finals. As uh, as our guy uh, said, Jim from Yonkers asked if uh, Denver's going to get it wrapped up in Game 5. Well, we'll find out uh, this evening, but we'll talk to Moda Kiel about the NBA Finals coming up at 4 o'clock. But on Saturday, I was out at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center for Champ Camp. We already heard from the assistant GM. One of the high schools that was in attendance was Clark High School, and I got a chance to catch up with Coach Reeder following the, following the practice. Here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ, and I'm here with Coach Reeder from Clark High School, and it's part of the Champ Camp. Uh, we've been seeing all the kids out here from different high schools around the area just participating in all these different drills. But for you and your, your team and your school, how big is this being out here? Hey, it's real big for our kids. Give them an opportunity to see what it's like on a professional level, but also to get great knowledge and understanding of the game for someone that's been in their position, has went to college, and went on and played after that. So when your players get out here and they start to check out the facility and start going through these drills, what is the reaction from them? Well, you know, the kids, some of them, this might be the only opportunity to even experience a, a professional game, an NFL game, or even being on a you know facility like mm-hmm. this. Or, you know, as usual, you would think, man, that their, their, their eyes are big, eyes are big, and they're liking the opportunity to see what's going on and enjoying the life of it. Come on, you come on over here. It's all good. So, how, I mean, how big is this, though, to let for the kids to know that there are people here in the community that are the Raiders that care about them? Man, that's a big thing, man. I, uh, you know, 
playing the game and playing it out to college and seeing them able to give back to this community, just giving it to the nation, man. I think it's a great opportunity, man. And, and, and the Raiders, since they've been here, have always bought into the high school and, and working with the youth. How important is it to make sure that we take care of the community? As Even if it's not, like, I'm not a professional, but just to make sure that we are, as adults, taking care of the community and taking care of the youth. Hey, man, I just watched a movie, man. It said if you don't uh, take care of the village uh, and you don't embrace the village, then they'll, they'll build a house to burn down the village right. for that warmth. So for them to be able to do this and, and get the opportunity to give back and experience things that they probably never, ever see, mm-hmm. man, that's a blessing for them. How much will you be able to use this and going back, you know, when, man, when you every, guys get ready? Everything that I see, man, is always uh, my, my goal is to grab some little concept or something that they do here out here, take it back to our program at Clark High School and see what we can do with it. And, and impart that wisdom into our program to build it better. Is it easier to kind of communicate with the players when they've been here, done that, kind of seen what you're talking about, almost seeing the results of it? Man, I was just talking to another coach, the biggest thing, man, hey, some of the same things we preach, but when you see it from a guy that they probably see on TV, right, national yeah, TV, yeah. they saying the same thing, but it's just a different voice saying it, man. Mm-hmm. That's the opportunity that you get when you come to things like this. Well, I'm sure you guys are having a good time. I know your players are having a good time. We see them running. Enjoy the rest of the day. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. There you go. Clark High School head coach, Coach Reeder, joined me after champ camp. They were running in to actually, I believe, have lunch, so they had some more that they were going to do, but uh, that was the opportunity I had to catch up with Coach Reeder. We'll also hear from Durango High School head coach Robert Cutts later on in the show as well. But again, man, just to see these guys and even hear the coaches, even hearing the excitement in the coaches' voices to be out there and have that opportunity, I just thought was uh, really a big deal, and, and hats off to Champ Kelly for putting that on, but like he said, it's not about Champ Kelly. It's about everyone that was there that had the opportunity to be there because it's not something that everyone's going to get. And so, you know, sometimes uh, we even take it for granted. Like I take it for granted sometimes just, oh, I'm going to run over to Raiders HQ real quick and do this or do that. It's like, man, that's a big deal, (laughs) right? That's a big deal being at at that building and being in that facility and realizing how nice of a facility that is and how many different activities they have going on and how much the Raiders give back to the community because of that building or or, or with that building, right? And, and, And how so many different things, if it's, high school seven-on-seven seven, uh, competitions, if it's flag football competitions, little uh, um, uh, like combine-type stuff for flag football. They do so much. And, of course, all year long during the football season, we talk about the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the, the Week Award and it ultimately leads to the Coach of the Year Award. And, and that's also given back. And that's given, you know money to these different programs so they can get pads, so they can get helmets. So none of that stuff is, is cheap, right? And so they go out there and do it. Uh, you know, a lot of these coaches aren't getting paid a whole lot of money to be their coaches, but because they want the opportunity to try to help raise these these kids. And, and one of the things, and I said it to Champ Kelly, that I was most excited about was seeing 250 kids out there on a Saturday, knowing that for those hours that they're there, they've got something to do. They're not sitting at home playing video games or on their phone, uh, you know, Snapchatting it away or trying to figure out something to get into. Instead, they're occupied. They're busy. They're going through physical activity, and they're, they're having fun. They're learning at the same time. And that's a Saturday afternoon, right, or Saturday morning, whatever the case may be. It's just it, – it, it's, it's so important to make sure that these young guys not only look at, up at the Raiders and, and look up at, at anybody in general and just say, oh, you know, this is a team that plays football here. No, this is a team that, that gives back to the community as well. And that was the overall feeling I got from being at that champ camp, just uh, seeing all the reactions from the players. And a couple times while I was talking to Coach Reeder, and that's when you heard me say, oh, you can come on over here. Like one of the kids didn't want to – he didn't want to come over because he thought that he was going to interrupt something. I was like, man, we're just talking. <laughs> you know, like you can, you can come hang out. It's all good. So he did. He was, uh, you know, cool. But that's just – Again, they get, you know, they get, I don't want to say starstruck, but they got to get caught up in, 
and being out there and, and experiencing everything. And so a few of them are just kind of like, man, I, I don't, I don't know what to do next or, you know? And so, uh, again, I think that they had a, a really good time on Saturday. And as I mentioned, you'll hear from uh, Durango high school head coach, Robert cuts coming up uh, before the show, show gets wrapped up this afternoon. Coming up next, we're going to kick off our number three of the show. We'll switch our attention to the NBA finals. Mo kill. He's joined us multiple times throughout the course of the playoffs and the finals. He'll join us next for what could potentially be the final game of the NBA Finals. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.